Welcome to ADHD Crash Course, the podcast for those of us who have a lot to learn about ADHD, and that includes me. My name is Danae Cannon, and I'm your host. I'm an occupational therapist, a certified coach, a mom of more than one child with ADHD, and I have ADHD. So welcome to the podcast. We're in this together, and let's jump in. Welcome to ADHD Crash Course. Today, we're going to talk about a concept called re-entry. This is an analogy I use for setbacks that we have. Let's imagine that you have been making some changes. Maybe you're making habits. Maybe you're managing your time differently. You've been making some changes in your life to help you roll with life with ADHD and something happens. Life gets in the way. Say you have a child homesick for a week or you've gone on vacation. You have house guests staying with you for, for some reason, you have gotten away from those changes that you've made. Something else has pulled your focus, pulled your attention, and those changes are no longer changes that you are rocking. And this is inevitable when you're making changes. Something gets in the way. And I think what happens a lot of times is that we, tending to be some of us black and white thinkers, not being is flexible in this area, we just say, hey, I messed this up. I'm starting all the way over. Why can't I make any changes that are consistent and sustainable? And we can be really hard on ourselves. And so I want to give you an analogy if this happens to you, not if, when, because let's be honest, this is life. No matter what we're doing, this is life. I think what happens a lot of times with ADHD is that we put a lot of meaning on these things. We assume this is us dropping the ball again. This is something that's not going to work for us. And we aren't very flexible in the way we think about it. Maybe we don't have a lot of trust in ourselves to be able to enter back into things. And this ends up being kind of doomsday feeling for us when we've abandoned something we've been working on. So I want to give you a different analogy. I wanted to give you an analogy that can help if you apply it to this situation. I want you to imagine that you're just coming home from a trip. You you finally get home. It's a great trip. You've been at the beach. You've enjoyed your family. It's been restful, but you come home after being away from your home at the beach for a week. Maybe you have a few minutes where you just, oh, collapse. You walk in the door, rest for a minute, but you know, you have a lot of work ahead of you, right? You're going to expect to re-enter your life. You're going to have a little re-entry phase. Even though you were just gone for a week, your mind was somewhere totally different. You've been gone. So you've not been able to go get your groceries. You've not, your clothes aren't washed. You haven't been able to check your calendar. You haven't checked your calendar because all you had on the calendar was your vacation agenda. But what's waiting for you is life. And so you expect to have a a re-entry buffer to get back to life. You most likely, if you have kids especially, are not going to roll in 12 o'clock Sunday night and expect that everybody's getting up for school and work the next morning because you know that there is a certain amount of time that you need to do things like go get your groceries. There's no groceries in the house. You need to unpack. You have to wash your clothes. Maybe you need to check your calendar and see what's actually going on because you have no idea. You haven't looked at this all week. You've been enjoying the fresh air and ice cream in the little downtown and chilling out with your coffee on the deck. Like it's just been vacation. You've been gone. And it wouldn't be particularly reasonable of you to say, why didn't I buy these groceries while I was at the beach? Why did I not pay all these bills? Why did I not wash my clothes? Like you're expecting that because you've been away, you are going to have to re-enter and spend this time getting back to your normal life. It probably doesn't make you doubt yourself or judge yourself or assume that you're never going to be able to get back to your regular life. You just plan for this. You know that that is true. And so it's helpful to apply that same analogy to times that we get off track with the changes that we want to make. 
everyone gets off track. It doesn't mean that you're done with the changes that you want to make. If you have ADHD, you're probably going to take more of these vacations from the changes that you want to make, from the things that you want to do than a neurotypical peer. That's just probably going to be true for you, but it does not mean that you're not going to make these changes. There's a couple of things with ADHD that may make us really misinterpret or some of these normal bumps. A lot of us struggle with transitions in general. And so that, you know, meaning transitioning from one thing to the other, and that could be transitioning our focus in, in kind of a micro sense from one task that's right in front of us to another, but also transitions in a, a more global sense, life transitions, whether it's that transition from vacation back home, from home to vacation. And we're not the only people that struggle with these kind of transitions, but this often impacts people with ADHD. And so recognizing that and giving yourself that extra buffer and knowing that transitioning can be tough in, in that more global sense, as well as a smaller sense, in, as well as that micro sense of day-to-day tasks. These big transitions can be tougher to navigate. And so understanding that about yourself and giving yourself that grace for this just might be harder for your brain type. And like I mentioned before, sometimes that we struggle with this cognitive inflexibility and seeing things as black and white and seeing that we're nailing these new changes or there's just no hope and we're done with and encouraging ourselves to stretch that thought a little bit, to stretch our way of thinking about this a little bit, like by using an analogy, like the one that I used about the vacation, about being on a trip. So it's not so black and white. It's not so good and bad. It's not success or fail that really us being able to stretch that and be a little bit more flexible with ourselves all also makes a big difference in being able to sustain something long-term. Another factor with ADHD and why we often really misinterpret these normal bumps in life is that many of us have kind of fragile trust in ourselves. It makes sense when you think about living for many years with unsupported ADHD. Many, the majority of people I work with are diagnosed in adulthood, but even people who were diagnosed much younger. Our knowledge of ADHD and how it impacts our lives has evolved so much in the last years. And so supporting ADHD, the evidence is starting to indicate is much more involved than just medication. And so no matter who you are with ADHD, you likely have under-supported ADHD in your life. And that's not to blame you or anybody else around you. It's just to make the point that whatever evidence that you've collected throughout your life about what's possible for you is very likely outdated. So if I'm working with someone and they are making these huge changes in their lives and they're starting to get traction and they hit one of these vacations, <laughs> Whatever happens, something happened in their life, their kids are home sick for the week, it's not so surprising that that is really emotionally difficult for them to be like, oh, I had this traction and now it's gone and assume that because this has been a pattern for them before they had support that this is this is just the past repeating itself and they're not capable of making real change in their lives. And that's not true. That is outdated evidence. And now it's time to collect new evidence. When the more you know about your brain, the more you understand, the better support you can give yourself, the more compassion you can give yourself. That makes a huge difference in what's possible. It makes a huge difference in, in being able to re-enter with things that matter to you, that you don't feel that you're just blown out of the water by any of the bumps. In fact, when I'm working with clients a lot of times and we're talking about the changes that they're going to make that week, things they're going to do that week, one of the things I always ask them is, okay, what do you think will get in your way? And in doing that, you kind of acknowledge things can get in my way. 
things can happen, life can happen and make a plan for what's next, how you're either going to prevent that from happening. But honestly, another part of that is how you're going to re-enter when you have taken a vacation from something that matters to you. And so making that a part of your process when you're thinking about changes you want to make can be an important way to support yourself for the long term in making changes. So if you find yourself being hard on yourself and thinking, I am so inconsistent, I need to be more consistent, I'm just going to encourage you to view this a little differently. Consistency is not particularly easy for us because we take more of these vacations, planned or not, quote unquote vacations from the things that matter to us. It does not mean that we don't come home. I love to travel. Lately, I haven't done as much of it with all that's going on in the world, but I am somebody who loves to take vacations and I also love coming home. I will always come home. I love my home. And so if you find yourself taking some unplanned vacations from the things that matter to you, from your priorities, realize that you will come back home to them. It doesn't mean that all is lost and that you failed it. You will return to this and to give yourself that buffer to re-enter. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you are enjoying this, please subscribe, like, pass it along, leave me a review. These are all things that allow me to keep making the podcast and get it out to more people. I also wanted to announce that I'm opening up another session of Embrace Your Brain. It's my small group coaching program. It's a hybrid program. So half of it is a course that is all about your ADHD brain. Things like motivation, executive functioning skills, managing your time, so much more is done in that eight weeks of courses. It's a nine week total group session. And then the other half is group coaching sessions. We meet every week and we kind of digest what we're working on in the course. We are having a lot of fun. They are small groups. So we have great connections and great support. If you're interested, check it out on my website or contact me. I would love to tell you more about it. So that's all for today and I'll see you next week.